Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thanks for listening to the third episode of SoCal Sweat. Sports, dance, and all activities should be open to everyone to enjoy and participate, no matter what the circumstance or situation. This emphatically includes people that have disabilities, whether it be physical, mental, or anything else that limits a person's movements, senses, or activities. The late genius Stephen Hawking said, disability need not be an obstacle to success. Someone who only grooms talent to success and sees no disabilities is Robin Olive, professional dancer and owner of Straight Up Abilities. Robin is a professionally trained dancer for 40 years in ballet, tap, jazz, hip-hop, breakdancing, and martial arts. She has been featured in movies such as Adam Sandler's I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, was a stunt actress on The Young and the Restless, and choreographed and performed for Bret Michaels and Limp Bizkit. She currently is a choreographer and performer manager for Insomniac Events, artistic director for the historic theater Mayan, the Mayan in downtown Los Angeles, and is a director of the nonprofit called Straight Up Abilities that teaches dance and fitness to students of all abilities. Robin's company prides itself on offering full inclusion in all the classes. Some of her students may have physical or intellectual disabilities, but that does not mean that they are undeserving of a life where they can also live out their passions and dreams. Some of the students are student teachers or have a professional entertainment career of their own. In fact, you can find a few of her students heavily featured on the A&E Network's show, Born This Way. There truly are no limits. Let's welcome Robin Olive of Straight Up Abilities to the show. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was a great introduction. Good. I'm so glad I I could I could go on and on about your abilities. And I met you, we had a shoot and you were the choreographer and director and you were so organized, which already shows who you are, what you do, and your and your talents just speak for themselves. So could you please give us a little bit of background, especially in your on your professional dance career? Uh, well, you know, I started dancing when I was about three years old. I've always had a passion for dance. My parents said I just came out dancing. And I just had a young student ask me the other day, like, why I dance. And I said, I just, it's all I've ever wanted to do. I love to dance. I love movement. So that's why I incorporated later in my life, I incorporated martial arts and other types of movement. And then uh, straight up abilities came into my life, which was a whole nother um aspect of movement and also psychology and i just like all things all things dance all things dance and you certainly lend that well to the dance community and um anyone with disabilities so you took over the company of straight up abilities correct yes this company well there was a company started by a woman named zena bethune 
She is an older Hollywood actress and uh, who also had some orthopedic issues from dancing ballet her whole life. And so then she founded a company called Bethune Theater Dance and where she was the first participatory program for people with disabilities in a professional dance company. And uh, I believe it was 2006 or 2007 that I came across an ad in the Backstage West looking for dance teachers to teach people with different abilities. And I thought, that's something I'd like to do. Just thinking it was something I would do in my spare time as some goodwill. And I really just fell in love and found a passion for it. And it opened up another world that I never knew existed. And I think a lot of people don't really know exists because sometimes we just push people with intellectual disabilities or physical disabilities off to the side. And a lot of people are not uh, experiencing those types of people in their regular life. And that's one thing that I'd like to change because they're angels and they're inspirational. They're inspirational to me. They're inspirational to our entire community. Everybody can learn so much from them and they deserve to be heard and seen. They're absolute angels and you give back so much. And just an example, I mean, I do a lot of charity work, but every year I love doing the Easter Seals um, 5K, 5K and 10K in Long Beach. And I get to do the giving away of the medals at the end. And it is just there. You cannot, you cannot be in a bad mood. I mean, the kids and the, and the families and the adults and, and the caretakers, I always make sure to give a medal, especially to the caretakers. That would be, you know, someone like you who teaches and mentors and things like that. Now it would have been easier for you because your mentor passed away, correct? The actress who gave you the company and you could have, quit. This is hard. You know, it's, it's a nonprofit. This is difficult, yeah. but you did not yeah. throw in the towel. You saw that wonderful opportunity. She believed mm-hmm. in you and you transcended it. That cannot be easy with a nonprofit. What are some of the struggles that you've had to face with that? Well, it was very difficult when she passed away. It was very unexpectedly. It was from a, um, a car accident. Um, and so her board had a hard time keeping it together, but we kept it together for two years. I was the main teacher. And so I was teaching all of the students myself without her being there. And um, I just felt like her board maybe didn't have the same, you know, passion. We, we lost our, our leader, um, but they gracefully offered me the company and uh, I, they still are present in my life and it's very supportive. So in 2016, I decided to change the name. So it would be like more my company, give it a little bit more hip hop edge. It was a ballet based company before, and we decided to call it Straight Up Abilities. It has been super interesting, but I love every minute of it. I, every single day of my life, I'm surrounded by angels and I'm so grateful. So, I mean, the tough parts are not so tough when you can balance it with all the angelic positive parts. I believe that difficult, but very rewarding. Yes. Now looking at your website, I was so inspired by just one of the rap videos one of your one of your students did, and you guys were all behind him as hip hop dancers, and it was just—I mean, he was elated. How much fun! 
Yeah, yeah, that's John Tucker from the hit TV show Born This Way. Amazing. And uh, he's an amazing rapper. You know, my friend DJ Hem works with him in the studio. They created that track together in one hour, I think. It was like, really, <laughs> you know, and we're trying to create more music for him. And people need to hear him. He's, he's very talented. What a talent. And you also have other people from that show Born This Way and actual entertainment performers that may have a disability and go to your class to seek out second resources for more dance for more dance purposes yeah i have a i have quite i have what i call my all-star group Mm -hmm. and uh we uh before covid we would meet every monday at millennium dance complex you know the number one dance studio in the world and uh what a treat we like we would switch studios at one time we switched studios with um, backstreet boys and they were so nice to my to my students, but oh, that this makes me group, happy. yeah, the all star group, they um, that's their dream. They want to perform on stage. You know, we've we've auditioned a couple of years in a row for America's Got Talent, and they did really really well. And uh, I am making it my mission to try to help them like perform more. We do travel and we do school assemblies and. Um, I know you're probably going to ask me this in the future, but uh, because of COVID, I've decided to start uh, them doing their own Zoom classes and maybe teaching their own classes and helping them maybe have their own, you know, little career and teaching. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot that they can do. You're teaching them how to fish, not just fishing, but teaching them how to fish and get their own, which empowers them business-wise, confidence-wise. Now, back yeah. to just Millennium Dance Center. Um, you and I are both professional dancers. Yes. Millennium, um, Broadway Dance Center, New York City. I mean, we've all been to those additions. Dance specifically discriminates from everybody. I mean, we are able-bodied, and I just remember, you know, Broadway Dance Center getting clawed and getting blood drawn and then clawing my way to the front and then clawing more to the center because it's so competitive. So not only is dance and dance teams and just being on, on pro teams, you know, the weigh-ins, you're never, you're never pretty enough. You're never, you know, thin enough. There's a lot of discrimination and a lot of stress on that. Then you add a disability. How hard is it to see even on a pro level, people getting turned away and then despite a disability, how do you, and it seems like in your classes, you kind of, as you talk about inclusion, do you ever sit down and kind of like meditate together or talk about problems or is it just very much straight up fitness and dance? Do you not focus on any emotional you know, it, issues? It is a social, it is very social also. So I can see the power in that too, that they come together. These are their friends and they come together. So we do outings and sometimes we sit down and we have discussions and sometimes we, you know, say my class, my all-star group is about 12 to 15 students in that group. And, you know, we've been working together about 10 years. So, you know, with some new students coming in, but sometimes there's some emotional things that happen in class and we have to sit down and talk just like, you know, it's the same as any other sports team. team. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We have little issues and I have to tell them they need to work together as a team. But what you were saying about it being tough world and the dance community, you know, I, yeah, of course I've always felt that, but I've seen a change and I'd like to think that my little group going to millennium each week and all these professional dancers seeing them come in and backstreet and- boys per- supporting them. 
Oh man, that was amazing. They were so, that was, I'll tell you that story was, it's a really good story. So one day I come in and the door to our studio is glass. So I look and I see somebody's in there and, you know, we're patient and my students are all lined up. They're ready to like just bolt in there. And I kind of peek in and I see, I'm like, oh, these are important people in there, you know? So I go back to the front desk and I'm like, oh, somebody's in our room. Do you need us to go to another room? And they're like, oh no, they got to get out of there. And I'm like, wow, you're going to kick out those backstreet boys. (laughs) So special. Love it. uh, So they open the door and they're like, oh my gosh, we got to get all our stuff. And they were so nice. And that happened like every week for a couple of months because they were getting ready for their show in Vegas and they would take pictures. And my students were over the top every time. And how nice they were every single week. They'd be like, oh, hi guys. And let's get out of here. Let's move to the small room. So you guys can have the big room. What a class act. That makes me really happy to hear. And besides Backstreet Boys, which is great, the Royal Ballet Academy, didn't you perform with them as well? Wow. Yes. What a treat. I think I had, uh, you know, Zena. I think she must've been working upstairs for us on that one because that was so amazing the music center in downtown LA who we do a very special arts festival with every year in the fall um the royal ballet was coming in town they hadn't been in town for a while and they're like look we'd like to do some outreach while we're here and you know we work with all abilities and the music center said we know the people to call and they set it up I'm getting chill bumps talking about it because it's still so amazing that whole week they set up a camp just for my all-star students. And every day, Monday through Friday, we went to a five-hour camp with the Royal Ballet. And at the end of the week, they put on the most beautiful performance. And if anybody hasn't seen it, go to our YouTube channel. It's on our YouTube channel. It is amazing. And at the end of it, we've become really good friends with the Royal Ballet. They've invited us to come and maybe participate with them over in Europe. So sounds like your mentors with you quite a bit surrounding you and giving you gifts. It's it's an angel. Wonderful opportunities. So I'm looking at your website and I see all these wonderful classes that you've, you know, been teaching at Millennium and in schools and things like that. Now Mm -hmm. with COVID, obviously you have the Zoom classes. Are we able to, let's just say that someone's in, I don't know, rural Nebraska and has, has, has a disability. Could they do your Zoom class? Yeah, that's, that's uh, you always have to see the positive and everything. So before I was doing classes all over Los Angeles weekly, I was driving from Pasadena to Anaheim to Long Beach to- well, You Studio covered a huge City. area. I if you're familiar with LA, that is all over. I was just driving from one place to the next. And uh, as soon as this came about, I got on Zoom and discovered this platform. And I was, you know, I know my students, maybe not, they don't understand why they can't leave, why they can't go see their friends, why they can't do the things that they're used to. So right away, I started a free daily Zoom class. Um, It's Monday through Saturdays right now. And we do it every day at noon. And um, the positive side of this is I've been able to bring in people. We have students coming in from Kansas, Texas, Tennessee, South Carolina. And so we've been able to open it up 
So it's a lot bigger than our usual classes. And um, yeah, on Fridays we have classes, we have students coming in from Guatemala and soon maybe Honduras because they're all on lockdown too. And so they need some extra curricular activities Which as well. Which brings even more opportunities for you, not only on the straight up ability side, but also on the insomniac events side, because Robin actually is the choreographer, director, and performer for huge festival events for EDM oh, yeah. music. And I've also performed at EDM with Van Buren and Dead Mouse, and it's the most exhilarating thing, but look at what we've yeah. lost that way, but you've gained a whole lot more. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. a monstrosity of unemployment for those dancers and DJs as well. Oh yeah, I, I work for, you know, I work for the Mayan Theater in downtown LA. And when this first came up in January, the owner had mentioned it and was like, this is gonna, this is gonna ruin business. And I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, who would have thought where we would be a month later? I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad, but we always have to look at the positive side of things. And EDC is doing their virtual uh, Rave-a-thon this weekend and hopefully, you know, fingers crossed we'll be able to do it in October or it'll be postponed. So Absolutely. But with these kids from Guatemala and Mexico, just kids from all over the world that could be taking your classes now. And I'm so glad that this opens up to not just kids in Los Angeles, but everywhere. Because I think of, I'm originally from Wisconsin and that would be so far away. And it's, I grew up in a very rural area. So it would be a two hour drive to Minneapolis, Minnesota to have her take a dance class. I mean, there were little, you know, dance things there, but not to that level yeah. of what you would teach. So I think it's wonderful that you took the positive out of COVID. Um, oh. And one more thing with that, a lot of, I'm sure as a teacher, you like to touch your students. I was like, great job, a pat on the back. But sometimes yeah. with disabilities, you, you, as you know, you can't touch them. Or I wonder about wearing a mask because even that, a lot of the kids don't like that on their face. I mean, even, you know, I don't like to wearing it on my face, but that's got to be a little bit tactile that you're missing from the Zoom. Is that, do you ever feel that? I, well, yes, I am a hugger. Um, I think you know that about me. I love to hug people. I'm from the South. We give really strong, big hugs. And uh, when I go, I do go to an elementary school that I think of where I teach uh, at two different elementary schools in Anaheim, California, and I have over a hundred uh, students of all abilities. And uh, it's very physical and a lot of the students want to come and hug me and I love giving hugs to my students. And it's always a thing when it's like flu season. Now I'm thinking with this, it would be so hard and it would be so hard to tell them that we can't do that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather not be in that situation, I'd rather just see them this way because I don't think that they will fully understand why I couldn't hug them or shake hands with them or give them a dap or whatever it is, you know? Sure. But your eyes are in face are so endearing when you're teaching and you can always give that virtual hug and they can feel it. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm working on the zoom. I like, I, you know, I, I bought some lights and uh, I'm making, I call it my TV show. So we make it very fun. Very and, fun. Uh, with games and, you know, I think kids, uh, kids in this day and time are very, uh, electronical. Sure. So it's a good way to engage with them. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So yeah. for the future, 
people can log on your website and I'll, I'll put that all below and they can log onto the classes. Where do they get the free everyday class? Is that right on there as well? Yes. If you go to my website at www.straightupabilities.com slash classes, you can click on the link for the daily Zoom noon class and it should take you right into the class. Perfect. That's wonderful. And then what is your, what are your future goals for the, for the company? What would you love to see? Oh, wow. So I'm really excited to expand and give these uh, platforms for my students to be able to teach their own classes. I love that. Uh, this summer, we're actually going to offer more classes through Zoom. We're going to be doing some acting, cooking, healthy eating classes. I started a workout class that I've been doing every day. So that's a whole nother thing, but you can go to my website and find out more information about um, and we're working on a, uh, cartoon, uh, with my mascot named Ruby. So we can teach more about inclusion and, you know, amazing. I have so many ideas. Good for you. I can't, I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. And one last question. What's your favorite cheat food during quarantine? Oh girl, I love chips. <laughs> Yes, it's the salt. I am a chip addict. I wish I didn't like so much, but I like chips and salsa. I like salt and vinegar chips. All of it. And I got groceries delivered the other day, and by accident, I got um, someone had ordered four bags of Lay's of all different flavors, and I'm looking in the bag, I'm like... I know that's not mine, but I would really like it to be. So I, I called the guy. I'm like, I think I got someone else's groceries, but I'm like, I wanted those as my own. I could have polished off four in, in one sitting, but it's like, oh, okay. if it's in the house, you're going to inhale it. <laughs> so, oh yeah. oh, yeah. I usually eat those like right away and then I don't have them for a couple of weeks and then they come back. And yep, yeah. yep, for sure. It has been such a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait to support you in the future. And also if anybody were to want to donate to the program financially, could they, they can do that on your website. It's all the links are right there as well. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Well, keep, yeah, killing, keep, so keep much. killing it. I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to see more success from you. Oh, thank you. It's so good to talk to you and to see you. And that was Robin Olive of straight up abilities who not only teaches fitness and dance, but pushes her students to become teachers and entrepreneurs for their own further success. You can check out her website at straightupabilities.com for the links and the classes and all information. I'll also include everything in the links for the show below. Thank you again, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. Please reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show. I can be found at on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ann McDaniels, and on Instagram at Ann McDaniels Actress. Please stay tuned in next week to learn more about the Cuerpaso workout, which means hot body in Spanish. It was also voted the number one best butt workout in L.A., according to L.A. Weekly. I'll see you next time, and thanks for listening to SoCal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.